You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour, where we are presented this week by Fantasy Points Media Group. Make sure you check out FantasyPoints.com, all sorts of early bird specials for the 2022 season. And that's what we're going to start talking about is 2022. It is officially Dynasty season. We kicked it off last week with quarterbacks and talking about Superflex ADP, buy, sell, holds. And we're back again at it this week. We're going to talk about the most polarizing position in all of fantasy football. You love them. You hate them. It's the fantasy football running backs and we're going to go over our january adp provided to us by dynasty league football so thank you to ryan and the crew out there for your lovely website and data but before we do all that james how you doing how you doing i'm all right how how you doing up there in the north doug hey i just went hiking in negative 14 degree weather and it was uh you know tyler and our friend we call we call that walking to your car Pretty Up much. <laughs> uh, I was out there for like 40-ish minutes and my thighs That's, started to be yeah. really frozen. And uh, But other than that, it, it was fun. It was good. Uh, but yeah, negative 14. And then it got to like 8 degrees on the day. And I was out there. I wanted to be out there in shorts and a cutoff because it felt like a heat wave. No, I would definitely not be caught dead hiking in negative uh, below zero weather ever. It wasn't mm-hmm. that bad. No, thank It wasn't you. windy. It wasn't windy. There was no wind. Yeah. Made That's a big a bit, difference. That's a big difference is when it's windy but yeah it's been it's been cold up here i uh i forgot to cover my grill the other day and it, we got a bunch of snow last night so my grill was covered but you know what the now best part about it is i i dusted it off i took my grill cleaner i put some snow on that thing look at that you got some water the grill cleaner the grate is just like sparkling brand new it's like mother nature just well. helping giving yeah. you a helping hand that's what it's all right? about Right. And and speaking of giving you a helping hand, you can go on trophysmack.com. Your league's wrapped up for 2021. You've been a lazy commish, like the holidays have come, like maybe you're putting it off, work's been busy, maybe you got the Rona like me, and you're just like, you know what? Like I just don't feel like I don't feel like it right now. Well, now's your chance to make right with your league and go on trophysmack.com, get a championship trophy, a belt, a grill if you're gangsta, just saying, and use code DHH ring to get yourself a $60 value championship ring. And it's not a cheap ring. This is a high quality, like brass knucks type of ring. Like you punch someone with that, something is going to hurt. Uh, so make sure you go on D on the trophy smack.com. Use code DHH ring today. Get your, get your league, your trophy and save yourself a little bit of get a little freebie, a little money. So what's that? All right. So let's talk running backs. I'm ready. This is going to be interesting. So as you can probably all figure, we know who, 
the the RB one is, and as of right now, he is the number one player in January startup ADP. Not just a running back. He is the number one. And what have we always said, Tyler? And I know we've always said once a running back reaches the number one overall, you should sell, sell, sell. I disagree on this so far. Maybe in a year or two, maybe we can re we can circle back to it. But it's Jonathan Taylor who had the you know the outstanding season, led the league in rushing, led the league in rushing touchdowns. Finally, got the backfield to himself after sharing it in um, twenty twenty. So Taylor is the one hundred and one. So I'm going to go to Tyler first on this one because I know he's got he's one of the more what's I say like. He, he sticks to his guns like, oh, Taylor's the 101, time to go um, type of mentality. So, t- so Tyler, give me your uh, view here on Taylor now that he is the official 101 in startups. So my favorite part about this is everybody after home improvement was like, you know, you're going to be nothing. And look where he's at now. He's the RB1 in Dynasty. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, congratulations. You made it past acting. You got over that. Wasn't but, he in a movie with a monkey once? I think he's also with Tim Allen in a movie like Jungle to Jungle. Yes, Jungle to Jungle. Classic. I remember that. I rented that Classic. at the at the at video update on VHS. Me. <laughs> I'm I'm hashtag old. Thanks, guys. Hashtag uh, like maybe fifty percent of people will, will get that. Uh, mm-hmm. For Jonathan Taylor, for me, it's all the route you're going. Like if we're talking startup and you want to build, kind of for tomorrow. You say you go the the predictive the productive struggle. I would hit wide receiver. I'd go Jamar Chase, somebody like that. I'd go wide receiver, maybe trade back if you're in a startup. But you know what? If you're a team that's going for it now, Taylor's probably got three solid years in him still. I I mean the one one's right there. And if if you want to go for it and you're like, okay, year one, I'm hitting it hard. I'm getting this belt i'm getting the title i'm getting my trophy smack ring and belt year one let's go i'm going taylor and even in superflex like if we're talking superflex where do you think taylor should go Uh, i mean herbert mahomes allen allen inside the top 12 to make it easy i would say top five personally yeah probably yeah i could see that because with how deep quarterbacks are I mean, we talked about it last week. You can go back and listen. But Jonathan Taylor, you get that RB1 right away. I mean, you're good to go. You you don't need to worry about it for a little bit. You can kind of ease back on your RB2, maybe get a rookie, maybe go somebody else that we'll talk about. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it it's all team dependent. Say you are a rebuild and you have Taylor. Like, you just sucked. You got unlucky. You sucked. You have Taylor. And you just feel like your team's not there with all the other people with all the other teams. I mean, you could get everything for Taylor. You can get a 2023 first, a 2022 first, and, and a stud at receiver. And still, and you can get that for Taylor. And that's not a bad option for me if you are rebuilding. Because man, that 2023 class for running back looks like a, a, a 2017, a 2020 type class. Yeah. So if you if you are rebuilding, it, it might not be a bad idea to look, but Taylor's not going to lose value. I think we can all agree. So you're fine holding if you need to. Yeah, James, what do you think about uh, JT? In the I brand? mean, I can't disagree with anything you guys said. Uh, he, he deserves to be the 101 for ADP in startups. Um, rightfully so. I mean, over 300 attempts this season, 1,800 yards. 
I don't see it slowing down. Uh, only to what? 23 years old. Yep. I can see that just like Wait, Tyler that's said. Carson Wentz music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just for the first next two years, rather, I, I think he's he's got a solid top chance of, of being the 101 for a while. I don't I don't see that changing. I don't see anybody coming up and taking his spot like he deserves it. Like we all predicted that he was going to be one of the best running backs that we've seen since Saquon Barkley pretty much mm-hmm. entered the league. So. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to disagree with anything about the one-on-one of Jonathan there's, Taylor. There's maybe two people that can compete for it, and it's the next two on the list. That's probably it. <sighs> if I would say competition, especially no. with their involvement in the pass catching, well, I mean, we'll we'll talk about them, but that is probably the only two that I could see sniffing or scratching the surface of trying to claw their way to one-on-one. Fair enough. So let's move on to the the second running back on this list. And his ADP in startups is officially the 104. This one is a this one is a polarizing one for me because I see this player's potential and ceiling being awesome. But it's, you know, he plays for a bad team. He's, you know, he's got some some pieces around him that'll siphon off some targets. He he wasn't the healthiest this healthiest this year. Caught a ton of passes, which was great. But it's DeAndre Swift. He's the RB2 right now. I know, Tyler, this has been your guy for quite a while. Um, You own Swift on a lot of teams. To me, I think you're at this, drafting him fourth overall in a startup, you're already, I think you're already taking him at his ceiling. And that scares the hell out of me, um, to be quite honest. So I want to go to James on this one because I already kind of know where Tyler thinks about Swift. So, James, give me your, give me, give me the, the dealio on Swift here. To, to draft him this high is a big question mark because, like you said, he that would be pretty much at his ceiling, number two running back overall. Um, I'm not buying that he stays that high throughout the rest of the next season. Um, they are rebuilding in Detroit. How much are they going to use them? Are they going to burn them to the ground, like run them down, burn out the tires? I, you know, I know Tyler's shaking his head, um, but they could. They very much could and they don't seem they want to though yeah i'm not i mean the passing the passing game is great but i i think uh i think his ceiling's like an austin eckler which isn't bad but i don't i don't see i don't see him (laughs) i don't see him competing against jonathan taylor in any sense but for me it's the age the draft capital and I think the team wants him to be a, a second round running back draft capital for second round running backs. Doesn't is like a first run. I mean, it doesn't, I, it doesn't hit the same. If you, if you listen to Ray and his podcast and he hits it, the nail on the head, the NFL has switched. They realize running backs are running backs. So when they draft a running back in the early second, it's saying a lot. Like they're saying, this is a first run running back. We just know all the other teams don't value running backs. So they fall. Uh, same reason for Taylor. Taylor was a second round pick. I mean, if we're talking players that were drafted in second round, I mean, Taylor was how many picks ahead of Swift? Not how many, many picks behind Hilaire? Like five. So, yeah. I mean, it, th- that's a, that's the thing. If we're talking running backs, if they do get first round value, it's either a team reached or they, they mean a lot to that offense. Like we'll talk about the next guy. But DeAndre Swift, to me, age, his involvement in the passing game, I think he has longevity, which is nice for running back because you get a guy that's pounding it between the tackles. 
and they don't last as long. I mean, it's a three-year type thing for their prime. Then you got to look at, oh, are they in that second contract? Is it worth the second contract? And should I ship them off before their second contract comes? DeAndre Swift, to me, I think is cemented where he is. They, You saw that they wanted to use him as not quite a, a bell cow, but just below. They want to get him five to six catches. Like a sleigh bell cow? 15, 15 carries. A sleigh, yeah. jingling and jang- He's just jingling and jangling down the field. But to me, Swift, his explosiveness, I mean, it... If we compare him to Alvin Kamara in a way, and I think that's a perfect comp. Alvin Kamara has spent a ton of years up top here in the RB, in the RB top five RBs. We don't see him there anymore. We'll talk about him. But yeah, I mean, Swift to me, he deserves to be in the top five conversation in a non super flex. And, and I think that's perfect. And, and he'll be there for a while. On this one, let's do a quick little ring around the rosy here. Buy, sell, hold. For me, He's a sell at this point. I don't think he's ever going to reach in real life fantasy football. I don't think real life fantasy football. I don't think he's ever going to be a a number two running back on the season type of season. I I think he'll be a solid between like top five to 10 guy, but I don't think he's ever going to realize the ADP that he's at now. So I have him as a sell. And I will go with you on that as a sell. Um, And like you said, you know, Alvin Kamara, comp was was great and we never put alvin Kamara really higher than five overall just because of his competition I mean, he always I, had he christian mccaffrey he always had dalvin cook neck and neck with them we had barkley in there in that same conversation and yep. deandre swift i i think he is a sell right now because a lot of people want him especially if you've seen this list check out dlf um and and that's and that's pretty much where i'm at with him Okay, and we know Tyler is probably a hold, right? I, I'm a I'm a hold, but yeah. Tyler's buying all the, right now. All these players, all these players that we're talking about, they're running backs, all team dependent. If you have any of these guys, we're going to talk about, and you're rebuilding, ship them because these guys won't be relevant by the time you are actually competing, in my opinion. Right. And yeah. wide receivers, longevity. Heck, I'd even have Kyle Pitts ahead of DeAndre Swift if we're going tight end premium. So. Yeah, I think running back is definitely the when it comes to uh, if you're competing or you're not competing, like and if they're their most valuable asset, but it can bring you stuff to help you rebuild. And you that's the one position yeah. where it's the most glaring to do so. Um, so let's go to our number three running back on this Kenny list. Makers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish too many fumbles. Uh, so our number seven overall player in January startup ADP is Najee Harris. Now we saw him come in. Have a really good rookie season. He bring, he broke Franco Harris's rookie rushing record for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Did some uh, work in the receiving game. All behind a really bad offensive line with a broken down quarterback. So, again, I think this is a, you know, he handled over 300 touches in his rookie year, which we all thought he was going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got draft capital, like Tyler was talking about earlier. Drafted in the first round. Uh, I've liked what I've seen out of Najee Harris this year. Uh, and, again, I think this is, here's a player that, finished as what the rb4 rb3 rb3 so right one of his adp and i think there's there's room to grow for harris uh even without big ben around because he was hot trash let's be completely honest um and a better offensive line so it's nice of you to say i mean that was really speaking highly of him no yeah i mean i could have called him like you know a flaming bucket of crap but i didn't (laughs) You know, that's still pretty trash. nice, but hot trash is pretty nice. <laughs> so, so Tyler, I'm going to go to you on this one with Najee RB three seventh overall. 
How are you feeling about that? Um, I fine. The like you said, it, it's mainly about the offense. You don't know who's going to be at quarterback. There's rumors they're happy with Haskins or Rudolph. Which, if that's the case, they're not going to push for it's the Steelers. Oh, they're not going to do that. Yeah, no, no, thank you. I, man, this this one's tough. But my favorite thing I was looking at, I I'm watching quarterbacks and the Malik Willis, who I feel like would be a good fit for them later on the first. What you talking about, uh, Willis? He's actually turned into my quarterback one because there's absolutely no upside to this quarterback class, mm-hmm. but this man. And Malik Willis, we'll really dig deep into him later on, you know, in, in March. But if he was in this offense, he has the mentality of dropping it off to the running back. And if they can get a quarterback that has that mentality, I mean, Najee's going to be just fine. Yeah, I think he had 74 catches this year, but like 300 yards. It was it was hardly any yards. They were the minimal. Yeah, yeah. They were short checkdowns. It was like the um, what's the the old Jarvis Landry or the new Rondale Moore, like five catches yeah. for 25 yards. Like Ron, like Jarvis is like, Hey, I'm not as bad as Rondell. And Rondell's like, Hey, I'm not as bad as Najee. So that's, that's pretty much where Najee was at. He He's going to be 24 come season. So he was he's a little ancient. older. He's a little older at running back, but Hey, you only need him for another three or four years. So right. once again, Najee's going to be just fine. They, they've got to get better offensive line because you know what, Doug, we talked about last week. Can't get much worse. So the offensive line should improve. There's there's mocks out there talking about them taking an offensive lineman in the first round and going like a Sam Howell, maybe training up or something. But they will do something at quarterback and at offensive line. I promise you that. They are pretty much good everywhere else. I mean, their defense is still okay. And they'll get healthier. But yeah, the only two things they really need is offensive line and quarterback and it's a good class to hit one of those for the values that they have for their picks so i think Najee's gonna be just fine all right james talk to me about Najee. i mean with all those carries over 300 carries i don't i don't see it stopping anytime Mm -hmm. soon i mean it the quarterback situation does affect it big time tyler you nailed it the the nail on the head there when you said the quarterback, because if they go for a more of a gunslinger type that doesn't like to drop back or even a quarterback that likes to scramble around a little bit and and take off running, just name both of them. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, Like even the guy we were talking to pre-show, Matt Coral. Coral. (laughs) If if he decides to take off and run a lot, like that could lower Najee a little bit, but it all has to do with their offensive line, being able to protect him and open it up the running game quarterback offensive line i i can't i can't disagree once again i mean the guy is electric he's a grinder he's going yeah. to continue to grind until you know they stop giving him the ball which i don't see happening yeah i mean he's he reminds me of a little bit of a derrick henry light um without the explosion like derrick henry can house one from 75 i haven't seen that from Najee just yet jonathan taylor has that but i don't know if Najee harris has that but he's a rookie i mean he was behind a bad line so to be determined, let's put it that way. Remember, Derrick Henry was behind what with Demarco Murray or whatever it was. Demarco Murray, and yeah. remember the Deion Lewis, Derrick Henry, like oh, Deion Lewis is Thunder a better play. Yeah. yeah, I like Deion Lewis. Little scat back, always fun. Little do. former Patriot. All right, so let's get our, to our RB four, the eighth overall, the former king of dynasty startups for the last two years, and that's Christian McCaffrey. So he's obviously fallen to the one hundred and eight. In startups and and for good reason. Now, when he's on the field, McCaffrey's scoring over 20 fantasy points a game. 
but it's when he's on the field. I think he's played what a healthy eight games over the last two years. So that's going to be the big bugaboo. And you know, the thing with McCaffrey was he, he was never really hurt at Stanford. And then the first few years of his career, he didn't miss time. And now the injuries are starting to pile up a little bit. So that's the concern with Christian McCaffrey. We all know what he can do when he's healthy, but I think when, you know, the last two years, people are feeling a little snake bitten and there's obviously a lot of questions with that Carolina team around the quarterback. Their offensive line was one of the worst in the league as well. So a lot of questions here with McCaffrey. He's 25 years old, not old by any means. You know, he's part of that, that awesome 2017 class. Yeah. We're going to talk about a few of them um, as we go through. But uh, for me, McCaffrey at this point, this is a tough one because I can, you can make an argument for buy, sell or hold on this one. Um, it, ideally what you should have done is sold McCaffrey a year or two ago. Right. So it, I don't think you've completely missed a window. He's still the eighth overall player taken. Um, but I'm interested to hear what you have, Tyler, on Christian McCaffrey. Well, you, you talked about a year ago, and uh, I know Garrett Price, when I, in UDPL, I had McCaffrey, and I got Dobbins, and now what is 104? I got, let's see, I got Amon Ross St. Brown and a 204. So uh, the, the trade turned out a little better because he did not do well because of injuries. So for me, that is what you could get for McCaffrey this past year last year was even higher and the year before that was even higher so mm -hmm. you kind of see how running backs the value can either just keep going down or hey you could get lucky McCaffrey has a huge year and his no value position rises. hits a tipping point like running back exactly and McCaffrey for me at this point in his career at the 10th I think it's 10th overall in ADP I'm not touching him just because He's had his second contract. That team looks like it could be a dumpster fire. And if it is, McCaffrey... talked about possibly trading him too. Exactly. And McCaffrey could be one of those kind of turning journeyman type thing. Uh, I, and for me, like I feel like if they were to get him down to like 150 carries, I know that's not much, wow. but give him those targets, that's what I would want. I mean, for me... Getting McCaffrey those 90-something targets a year. but Give him, give him an Austin Eckler workload. Bingo. And even maybe lighter than Austin Eckler this year because Eckler had a, a huge workload. for he a lot, yeah. Yeah, so for me, getting McCaffrey down to that more of a, a passing down back type thing, and, and you can still use him on first and second down, but maybe drafting a a big boy and kind of giving McCaffrey a, a little bit of a break. Chuba... We all thought he could be. I liked him, but he, I mean. Get that man a Mike Tolbert. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but then you'd have no touchdowns. That's the That's issue. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> McCaffrey would true. have no touchdowns. Tolbert would have like 30. Mm -hmm. But yeah, McCaffrey at, here at 10, I, I'm selling. And until he gets to like a running back two territory for me, that's when I'll feel comfortable at buying at his price because he's going to be 26 when season starts. So for me, you're kind of seeing the 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 gear switch, kind of like oh, let's let's get him to a, a more of a third down roll. Gotcha, James. What do you think about CMC? I have CMC rostered on a few in a few leagues, so I'm uh, this is a tough one for me. So I want to I want to hear what you have to say. Um, I don't have him anywhere, so there's no bias there. Um, as far as startup ADP goes, I'm not taking Christian McCaffrey. Like Tyler said, he's about to be 26 for the 2022 season. That's not the kind of running back I want to build my franchise around. 
I want one of these younger guys, especially the guy coming next. Um, but like the two years of injuries, back-to-back injuries, bad, bad coaching situation. Like I was all about it when, when uh, Joe Brady was there and I thought it was going to spark something, but Matt rule canceled that. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's time to get off of Christian McCaffrey. And if Who's you do their have OC, him, they're bringing him by the way. I don't know. I don't know who the new OC is. Did they hire old, somebody? old giants head coach? I forgot. I forgot his name. Oh, don't, don't say Ben McAdoo. Yep. Ben get McAdoo out. is the McAdoo. new OC. For yeah. McAdoodle do. He's oh back. my God! What a crock! Retread city, Macadoodle do. So yeah, I am definitely selling <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. Um, Wasn't he the, the coach when Barkley was great though? Yeah, but he was McAdoo also the one. Is, that, oh oh <laughs> so gosh! There, there is statistics. He runs that one show, play, the draw. That's all there, he does. There is, is statistics that show McAdoo is actually a good offensive coordinator but he's a terrible head coach. That happens with a lot of people. So maybe, just maybe, this could be actually a slam dunk hire, but you know what? McAdoo's going to come in and just be like, well, who do I got? McCaffrey? Okay, we're going to run him into the ground. Wait, he's already been run into the ground? Uh, okay. Put him back in the ground. Yeah. Put, yeah. put him back. We'll, we'll form him into a, a beef patty. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm not taking anything much- away from CMC, but what I'm saying is like, he doesn't deserve to be number eight overall for startup ADP. I, I think that window is, it should be shut already. I, I wouldn't be relying on him to build a franchise around. I mean, what realistically, what do you think you can get? Like uh, you guys are um, probably a first, a first and maybe a wide receiver too. two first. Yeah. I think you could probably still get two first. Yeah. I, I think right now with this class, you could get one one plus. And that and that's in Superflex as well, just because this class I don't think is is really outstanding or special, but I think the one one plus, and I'd be happy with it, especially if you have many needs and like we talk about, you know, you're rebuilding. That's a that's a great move, or get a wide receiver, trade him for a DK Metcalf who had an off year. Yeah, or like a T Higgins plus. Yeah. Yeah, I love two games. All right, let's move on to the running back five. Uh, rookie season, split carries with Melvin Gordon. It's Javante Williams. His ADP is currently 11.6. And uh, this is another one where it's, Whoa. yeah. I mean, everyone is assuming that Melvin Gordon is out of the picture next year. Now, we all saw Javante Williams. I think he led the league in uh, yards after contact, if I, I think yep. I saw that correct. Um the dangerous part of this is we're just assuming Melvin Gordon goes away. I don't know that he does. It worked really well for them to have the two of them, right? Um, unless Denver's like, get Melvin out of here. He makes too much money. He's a free agent. And, you know, Javante is there. Hello, or Melvin Deshaun Watson. Or, or Melvin <laughs> fails to get a deal and then signs on the cheap for one more year. So I love, I like Javante Williams as much as the next guy. But RB5, 11th overall, like, whew. It's a spice. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a spice. <laughs> that's a spicy one in this one. So, James, give, Jesus, the Chiefs just scored again. Uh, James, give me Javante Williams. I think this is one of the more – this is the probably the most interesting pick. It's for- spicy, but I'm, I'm eating it up. I'm eating up the spice. He's only 21 years old, okay? Even if Melvin Gordon does come this year, that gives you a window where you might be able to get him a little bit on the inexpensive side, not necessarily, but if you do it in the off season now, 
you're going to be paying a pretty penny. The hype on Javante is real, and he, I, I believe he lives up to the hype. You know, we talk about DeAndre Swift being a pass catcher, not running too much in between the tackles. Uh, Christian McCaffrey being a pass catcher. Javante Williams can do both. He can catch passes. He is, I think he's Melvin Gordon plus, and we've seen Melvin Gordon at his ceiling be one of the top running backs. Oh, in he was the an league. RB1 for multiple years, yeah. Yeah, so Inefficient, I, I don't, but an RB1. I don't, I don't see Still him not. Like I said, only 21 years old. He's got plenty of years left. Uh, he's the youngest guy right now on this chart out of the, what, the top 30 running backs that we would Everyone talk about. else is 23, like, or, or Cam yeah, Akers is uh, Cam 22. Akers is 22. Yeah. He'll be 23 next year. Uh, mm-hmm. Javante is young, and he is very talented, and I believe it continues. So, yeah, I, I think it's worth the price. If you're going to pay up, I'd rather be paying up for Javante Williams than Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, if you could flip McCaffrey, you could probably get Javante plus a little bit on top, I think. Uh, I think maybe if it's someone in the industry like us, maybe not. But if it's a home league, that McCaffrey name holds weight. So it it could be doable. Uh, Tyler, Javante. Yeah, I think I'm with Chef. Uh, As much as I hate to admit it, uh, Javante. The thing is, is we're looking at startup prices. The startup prices. (laughs) If you are not in a startup, I don't think you're going to have to pay that startup price. I think yeah. he's, I mean, even in the upcoming draft and say somebody falls in love with a Brees Hall and Isaiah Spiller or a Kenneth Walker, you could probably give that pick plus or a Kenneth Noisewater plus a wide receiver too. maybe even Gabe Davis plus that, that pick three touchdowns today, uh, three touchdowns tonight. So he's, he's wide receiver one guy. Is he, guy, ahead of yeah. Chris, is he ahead of Chris Conley yet? I mean, that's. I, I think he just passed Jamar Chase. Oh, okay. Honest. He's just uh, him. For for me, uh, Javante, like I said, I don't think you got to pay that price. Uh, Denver's got to figure out that quarterback position. They will. They have to. John Elway's too stuck up to not fix that. I know he's not. Really Elway's not a part of the division, uh, part of the team really I, anymore, though. That's what I mean. I mean, he's not really ahead of it, but people still feel the heat from him because it's John Elway. Uh, they hear him stomping around behind. Well, him. they see him every game because he's on the side of their helmet. So that, and you know, he's he's also running with the team out, you know, on the field before the team. <laughs> somebody All right, on, somebody on his back. Yeah, let's let's keep it moving. I I want to keep this list moving because here's another one, part of that 2017 class, uh, an injury history, which to me hasn't been overly concerning. But I mean, you're starting to see the injuries add up for Dalvin Cook. We all know like Alexander Madison has been there for a while and he takes over really well when Cook is out. So these are what that's one of the the out of the anyone on this list. It's the clear like if you own Dalvin Cook, you should own Alexander Madison as well 100%. because it makes it makes a ton of sense. But Doug. I love I love Dalvin. He's my favorite running back in the league to watch. The Doug. things that de- what do it feels like just yesterday, but yet so long ago, you and I were talking about how Dalvin should be the one on one like that. That was the yeah. real talk. Everybody had Leonard Fournette and Doug and I, you know, Doug because his Florida State background and watched every game of Dalvin Cook, and, and me just because of the the love I had for for Cook, and of course he landed with Minnesota, but mm-hmm. that was before that was you know after the fact. But I mean, it it feels good to see him here still after five years. So yeah, I just, and. and- and the thing with Dalvin, like, yes, he does get injured, but he's a tough kid. He gutted yeah. out that shoulder injury and, and had a 200. He had the most rushing yards in a game this year in the NFL. He, he had an injured shoulder and popped for 200 yards. 
Like Dalvin Cook is insane. If you watch yeah. Dalvin Cook play running back, there's no one. The only person I think like him when he was getting the full share of carries was Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones runs a little bit like Dalvin, but Dalvin just does it on another level. Um, so Dalvin Cook, yeah, Dalvin Cook at RB six, 14 overall in your ADPs. He's 26 years old. You, you know, you have to start to think like how many years does he have left? I get that, but I just think he's so insanely talented. I think he has a good two to three years left without a problem whatsoever. So I got no problem with him being here. Um, and now we're going to get to see his brother be in the NFL too. So there's going to be too many cooks. There's going to be. I His brother James, James Cook is going to be in the league as well, which is going to be fun. And a lot of people said, the two of them growing up, that James was actually better than Dalvin. And now he hasn't had the same type better of Better pass role catcher, easily. Right. But he hasn't had the same type of role at Georgia. So that's going to be super. He's going to be one of the guys that I, I need to really dig deep into um, and figure that out. But uh, Tyler, you're the Minnesota fan. You have Dalvin Love just like I do. Like This is a buy-sell hold at RB6. 14 overall. So, so for me, people are going to see the age. He's going to be 27 this season so once a running back hits 27 people see it and they're instantly off i mean you could get a first if you're lucky but for me delvin is a hold and just hold him like that that's for me there's there's a few players like julio jones is a player that if i had him through the years i'm holding him until he got traded but i'm holding him close and he's just gonna be on my roster until he retires would you hold him close and and would you like nuzzle him Yes. Okay. And Delvin okay. is one of those players. If I have him, I'm holding him. Ride him to I'm, the wheels fall I'm off. I, yep, exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm just keeping him until he's retired. And and you know, it, like you said, you probably have Alex or Alexander Madison on that roster because for me, any roster I've ever seen Cook on, I usually see Madison on. And it's and yep. I they usually either drafted him or they paid a high second or somewhere around there <gasps> just to have him. Gabe so Davis. Four touchdowns. Then, no, okay. Think, yep. Four touchdowns, Gabe Davis. I just want to apologize for people. You know, we're, we're having this podcast in one of the greatest games, ever. Uh, wow. one of the greatest ever. playoff games ever. This weekend's um, been bonkers. 201 and four touchdowns for Gabe Davis. So for me, uh, screw all the talk. Gabe Davis, running He's back real. one. Uh, <laughs> Wide receiver one. Uh, no. Uh, wow. So for me, Delvin Cook, like I said, he's a also hold, Tyron Matthews out. Hold and you just keep close to you, and that's it. I, I might be a little uh, on the other side of that conversation because I, I am a big Dalvin Cook truther. Nope. You know, a couple years ago I listened to your him? podcast, please. <laughs> and I have a lot of shares of Dalvin Cook, and for the most part, yeah, I'm holding. But if you get the chance to cash out. Like last season, I got two first round picks. I believe I got the 103 and the 105, which turned into Kyle Pitts and Travis Etienne. Now, would you would you turn that down for Dalvin Cook? I, I mean, I don't, I, no, if you have but... multiple shares, you're going to you're going to diversify a little bit and not just wait. And Wu-Tang see, like, Financial talk, taught me yeah. about diversifying. So, so, exactly. so for me, yeah, that that's a slam dunk deal. But every year. The price gets lower. So if we're talking about now, it's not happening. I mean, we talked about McCaffrey and how the price dropped. Delvin Cook, you ain't getting any higher. So if you do want to get out, now is the time because his price will keep dropping. He's going to be 27. But his price, him on your team is worth more than what you're going to get in trade value. So for me, he's a hold. And hey, midseason, week three, week four, when he blows up, 
that could be a good time to trade him to contender if your team is quote unquote rebuilding. Yeah. But and I also and I also think his value is a little lower right now, too, because how many touchdowns did Dalvin score this year? Uh not many. Three? It wasn't a lot. It was it was in the sing like low single digits, if I remember correctly. Where's my orders? Eight. Where's our eight? Did, did he have eight total? Eight that's total. Not... Nope. I'm sorry. Six. Six total. Yeah, that's not a lot for Dalvin. Zero State. receiving no. touchdowns this season. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. And also another issue. I mean, Kirk could be gone. That and, that and Madison is, is is looking more confident catching the ball out of the backfield. So Madison I think they is split the, reps Madison, a little bit. Madison's the future. I mean, Madison is still pretty young. I would not be shocked if they do sign Madison to a low end deal to keep him on the team. But there's rumors right now flying around that Deshaun Watson could be playing for Minnesota, depending oh. on their head coach and all that. He likes Minnesota. Justin Jefferson. I mean, I won't blame him. Minnesota, yeah, right. Minnesota could deal Kirk in a first and probably some other pieces to get Watson back or they, you know, ship Kirk to somebody else. They get Watson. Yeah. I mean, there's rumors right now flying around that Watson could be a team that in Minnesota could be a team Watson lands on. So gotcha. Yeah. Let's so we've got two more 2017 running backs back to back here. So three in a row. First, Dalvin Cook at the RB6, 14 overall ADP. Next is Alvin Kamara, RB7, 17th overall ADP. I think they're both in similar boats. I'm I'm haven't I, I like Alvin Kamara a lot of he won championships for people in 2020 with that six touchdown game, um, which was great. Now this year they used him like a bell cow back for the first time. Like he was averaging like 20 rushes a game, I think uh, on the season in the games that he did play in. And he looked good doing it. You know, the questions with Camara is who's the quarterback. Like is Michael Thomas ever going to play for them again? New. Or is it just going to be Alvin Camara and log out? And I think he can handle that, but I think it would help him if they were to get some help at quarterback. The offensive line is good and get some other pieces because their offense was just him. Callaway is not the dude like Traquan Smith put that thing to bed. Um, yeah. So Alvin Kamara for me at this point, I think similar to cook, like I'm holding cook, maybe buying him if I'm a win now team Kamara, I think I'm in the same boat with him. So James, what do you think about Alvin and the chipmunks? I think he's a buy this season after last year, okay. 21 total touchdowns. I think you could buy him a little bit cheaper than you could. Obviously last season, uh, we don't know the quarterback situation. I don't think they stick with Taysom Hill. I think they actually bring somebody else in. Um, I heard the wide receivers might go there and the wide receivers are, are pretty much garbage. Um, sorry, not sorry. They're drafting, they're drafting a receiver. But This season was like the first and you, and you use this when you go out and you're trying to acquire Alvin Kamara, turn around and say, Hey, listen, he lost a step. He didn't even break four yards per carry this season. You know, he had 240 attempts and injured and he had less yardage than he did the, the season prior. So I, I use those tools in the statistics and and let the statistics tell your lie a little bit because he's still got the juice. He's still worth fantasy um, value. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's the same as Dalvin Cook. Obviously, we we talked about Dalvin Cook earlier, but 17 overall in a dynasty startup. Yeah, I, I take Alvin Kamara there. And if I don't, if I'm competing, I'm trying to buy him low right now. Yeah, I like that. Tyler, what do you think about uh, the cameraman? So for me, Alvin Kamara, he, he's a guy that doesn't feel like he's going to decline quickly. We haven't really seen it. The thing for me with Alvin Kamara is he's smooth. He's not crazy, crazy fast. He's got some explosiveness, but it's his smoothness. He's just, he's smart. 
he's smooth in between the tackles and he gets in the space and, and he doesn't burn people. He's an easy runner. It's almost like he's gliding. So for me, I think Elvin Kamara's actually got like two, three years of solid football left. I mean, Doug, you and I traded for him in our title run and yep. we both agreed. We're like two to three more solid years of Kamara. Wow. Is just fine. I'm uh, curious. I, you just ruined it. <laughs> Nuts. So yeah, like I said, we are very sorry. Uh, oh, uh, when you said easy runner, the first thing I thought of was either Phil Collins or Genesis with he's an easy runner. Someone knows what that song is. Go, go yeah, probably our oldest listeners. Shout it's out easy to lover our, by Phil, Phil Collins, I believe. Maybe Genesis. I don't know. Shout out to uh, Zach Tacit Assassin and also our senior home assisted living people. You guys would get that. <laughs> nice. Oh. Uh, yeah, Alvin Kamara to me is. I agree with James. He's a buy. He his value is so low. He's going to be twenty seven as well. He's they got to get a quarterback. I mean, there's talks they're going to draft a receiver in the first round. They could be a team that gets Allen Robinson. Who knows? But it is definitely not Taysom Hill. They'll probably put him back at tight end. And Jameis, who knows what's going to going to happen with him. Like I said last week, I thought he played well. All right, let's move on to our last 2017 running back uh, in this. It's Joe Mixon is the RB8. He finally had that season that everyone has been predicting for a long time. He was second in the NFL in rushing yards. He hit double-digit touchdowns, uh, made the Pro Bowl. Like Joe Mixon had a great season. He wasn't as active in the passing game as most would like, but it wasn't bad. And Mixon, he's in the same boat. He's a little bit younger than Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook. He plays in the best offense. Out of those three, obviously, we know what Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, with Joe Mixon, that's going to be a good unit for a while now. So you can make an argument that Mixon might even should be over Dalvin Cook and be the RB6 instead of the RB8 with the 18 overall ADP. Um, I've liked Joe Mixon for a long time. I've always liked his running style. Again, he's another guy that he misses some games here and there, but plays through injuries like Dalvin Cook does, it seems. So Joe Mixon... I think with the the Bengals' future being bright, I think that actually gives Joe Mixon, who's on a second year, second contract, so he's going to be there for a bit. I think that gives him maybe the brightest future out of this um, cluster of 2017 running backs. Tyler, what do you think about that? Oh man, I I like it, but for me, Joe Mixon, I I have I have trouble with Joe Mixon. I I had him in a couple leagues this year, and I traded him. And I did it because I just, I, I don't know. Like for me, like he has those huge games and then like he was, he was actually quite consistent this year. And, but every other year you just didn't feel great. Sometimes like he was a 38 yard type guy, no touchdowns, got you nothing. And then he had his boom weeks. A uh, Joe Mixon to me, I think is a sell at this price. I would rather refresh at the running back position. Joe Mixon. Like you said, he's got a Le'Veon Bell esque type running style. He's very patient. He's not gonna he's not gonna burn you or anything. He's not gonna bust that big play like Jonathan Taylor. But he's patient, and he's got a heck of a stiff arm. He's good in the passing game. But for me, I'm gonna hit that refresh button, and I'm probably gonna sell for like two first if I can. All right, James, what do you got on the the cement mixer? The cement mixer. I'm not. I'm not getting that analogy. But uh, mixing, mix Oh, mixing it up. Uh, the bartender would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
he's one of those flexible guys that you can either acquire. I mean, I'm not really trying to go out and spend a ton on him. Like last year was the year to get him before he really blew up this year yes. and had a great season. That window has shut. So if I have him on a squad, I think I'm holding. The Cincinnati Bengals, they have really turned that organization around. They are going to look to add to that offensive line this year and the years coming. Will it take I a mean, receiver over that offensive line? <laughs> I don't I don't think they have anywhere to put another receiver joking. on that offense, Tyler. Was, um, but yeah, Joe Mixon, I mean, if you get a King's ransom for him, you can let him go. Uh, otherwise, yeah, right here on his ADP of 18, I like that. That's great value for him. And I think he can carry your team as an RB1 for the next at least two seasons. I don't okay. see any competition in the backfield for him. I mean, Samaj P. Ryan's not the answer. We all know that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Mixon's good. I, I like Mixon. Yeah, as do I. So let's stick with the AFC North and go to our next running back on the list. It's RB9, 19 overall ADP. It's Nick Chubb, signed a long-term deal. There's whispers that Kareem Hunt could be on the move, possibly. We don't know. Um, obviously, the frustrating thing with Nick Chubb is like his uh, he's not active in the passing game. So there's another running back that we have not heard his name yet, um, who's also not super active in the passing game that I thought would be higher on this list. Um, but he's not. We'll get to him later, I'm sure. But Nick Chubb is RB9. This is an interesting one for me because I like Nick Chubb as as a running back. I think he's one of the funnest players to watch. The best runner. Pure <sighs> he's, runner. He's right up there, he's but the pure runner. There pure is a, there the thing about Nick Chubb is that he's going to have to score 15 touchdowns and run for 1500 yards but not do much to the passing game. So I think that's maybe why his ADP is settled in where it is at RB9. He runs behind probably one of the best offensive lines on this whole list. Obviously, questions at quarterback going forward. Baker's going to be there next year. Um, so Nick Chubb's an interesting one. So James, give me give me the uh, the Chubb Wubba Lub Lub on Nick Chubb. I still love Chubb. I'm not getting off of him. I'm not I'm gonna, selling I'm him. Buy a shirt that says I love Chubb. I love Chubb. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's do not it. Not getting off Chubb. You know, we could we could sell it to our <laughs> listeners um, on yep. uh, Viridian Global. Uh, <laughs> But no, every season this guy plays, he's over a thousand yards. He's over five and a half yards per carry. Yes, his touchdowns took a hit this year a little bit. I was partially because of Baker not being able to push the ball down the field, all banged up. But it's a run first offense. And with Stefanski at the helm, I don't see it changing. Maybe just keep getting better. And if Kareem Hunt leaves, great. You know, I, I think it, that benefits right. Chubb even more. And if and if Kareem Hunt's there. I, that's fine too because Nick Chubb was still great when Kareem Hunt was on the field. So I don't I don't see a problem with Chubb. It's a great position to pick him up. Um, do I see him as a league winner? He may never hit that because he doesn't have the pass catching uh, ability as some of the other guys but that we mentioned before him. But other than that, I, I think he's worth a, a spot on your roster. And if he can, if you can acquire him this offseason, I don't see a problem with it. Tyler. Chubb, talk to me. Yeah, I think his value is really low, and his his face value from the season is pretty low to the point where I would buy. Man, think about this. In a startup, you go Jonathan Taylor because you're going for it all, and you pick up Nick Chubb in the next round. You got Taylor and Chubb. Yeah, that that's that's a tailor-made Chubb right there. Tailor-made Chubb. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> for me, Chubb is a perfect running back two for your team. You don't need to depend on him for that huge game. But you know what? He can get you that big game because we all seen it. When he's in the open field, he's a, he's a big man. You can't tackle him. And before you know it, when you try to tackle him, he's he running don't. right past. Yeah. 
Chubb, I think, has longevity as well. We've seen a little bit of injuries, so it actually has helped his carry total stay lower because me personally, I think Cleveland wants him at 275, 300 carries. And if he's at that, he would be a league winner. He'd be at 1,700 yards and 15 touchdowns because he's had that many opportunities to break off big runs. I think he's in for a big year next year, personally. Uh, I could see a career year for him next year when that offensive line is healthy, Baker's healthy, they get some weapons on the outside to pull away from that running game. And you know what? If they do get rid of Kareem Hunt, Dearness Johnson's a fine running back. But yeah, I don't think good. he's at the he's at I don't think he's at the talent that Kareem Hunt is to take away touches from Chubb. So I think they paid Chubb. They want to give him the carries. That's why we're kind of seeing the Kareem Hunt rumors flowing around. So at face value, Nick Chubb is a massive buy right now. I like it. So let's move on to James's favorite team, the New York Giants. This is a polarizing one because not too long ago, Saquon Barkley was the overall 101 or the 102, you know, between him and McCaffrey, it was back and forth, you know, pick a poison, right? Now he's an ADP of 20 overall. He's the RB10. Saquon, about the same age as Najee Harris, so it's not an age thing, but we've seen him with the ACL. We've seen him with the hamstring, high ankle sprain. We've seen him try to run behind a terrible line. Devontae Booker looked like the better running back at times this yep. season. Um, we all know that his test scores are through the roof to the moon. Saquon Barkley has shown us what he can do with a, a pretty much like a 2000 yard from scrimmage season. But a lot of people feel that those days are over and they're never going to be back again. So James, you're a giants fan. You're plugged into the team. What's your, what's your take here on Saquon Barkley? And that's exactly how I feel. Like he's not going to be what he was in his rookie season. Uh, too many changing of the guards, too many offenses that have gone through the, the day. Like, Listen, they they're getting a new GM. They're going to get a, a new good one, head coach, most likely. Um, and their offensive line is still a disgrace, and their quarterback play is still a disgrace. So I don't I don't see it changing for Saquon. I don't I don't miraculously see unless they're running the ball three hundred times a game, which he may not be able to handle because we've seen him go down the past two years, similar to Christian McCaffrey. So I, I, he's more of that pass catching back. And that's how they used him when he came back this season as the pass catching back. He's not a grinder anymore. I don't, I don't trust him and I'm not having him on my dynasty rosters. I'm sorry. So if you can find someone to sell, I'm selling Saquon Barkley. I am off of him. Tyler, what say you? Uh, first of all, I want to oh say, goodness. I'm sorry, Buffalo bills fans. Oh. And uh, I mean, it was a great game. Damn but for it. me, Barkley is a smash buy. I mean, 24 years old, going into a contract year, he's finally a year after in, out of his ACL. What do we always say? Not the year after, but the year after that, you buy the running back because it takes... Unless you're Adrian Peterson. <laughs> yeah, unless you're Adrian Peterson, which, you know, you yeah. just get a new bionic leg and, and all that stuff. You get fully yeah. upgraded chip in your head. And, yeah, it's like Boba know. Fett. Like, you just use, like, some Android parts. Yeah, and then you go, go in that yeah. go in that sleeping tank. Yeah, for for me, this is a smash buy. His value's never been lower ever. I've never seen him here, in my opinion. So for me, Barkley, the GM is the Bills assistant GM, who actually helped build the Bills team, who just sadly lost to the Chiefs. The Bills offense is great. They took mm -hmm. second round draft picks for offensive linemen and made him good. Andrew Thomas showed a ton of promise this year. He looked really good. 
compared to his rookie year, which he looked like the worst pick in Giants history. Kadarius Tony is going to be back. It, it you know it's a who knows if it's Daniel Jones or if it's going to be somebody else. For me, this is the opportunity to buy Barkley. It's his contract year. I would not be shocked if the Giants resign him just because of that draft capital. And uh, I mean, when he's healthy, he's played well. In my opinion, Barkley's going to demand touches. It's his contract year. He's going to be fully healthy. Finally, about God, like 18 months or so after the ACL. For me, it's a slam dunk. The ankle injury showed that it hurt him, and then he looked better towards the end of the year. Yeah. For me, Barkley at this price, this specific price, is just a no-brainer buy. All right, let's move on to our next player. We got uh, we're gonna we got two more, and then we'll do like a quick round robin, and then we'll get you get you guys out of here. So the next one is Austin Eckler, who was the RB two on the season, if I uh, if I'm correct. Yeah. He had twenty touchdowns. He's all the way down at RB eleven. Maybe it's because he's a little bit older, but he's the same. He's the same age as Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb. So is Austin Eckler being a little disrespected at the twenty yes. fifth overall pick at RB eleven? Because to me. <laughs> That doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, maybe it's because he's a smaller guy, but again, another guy that who's pretty tough. They didn't use him a ton. He was super efficient. He's going to play in a really good offense with Justin Herbert at his quarterback. The offensive line is getting better. Um, to me, Austin Eckler, I would actually have him ranked above Barkley and, and maybe even, ooh, dare say I say, it. like say it. Chubb or Mixon. Like, yes, yeah, I would. I would yeah. have. I would have him right by Delvin Cook. Right, yeah, ahead yeah. right ahead of Kamara. Right ahead of Kamara. And mm-hmm. if I was a Christian McCaffrey owner, I'm trading McCaffrey for Eckler Plus easily. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, Eckler with his the PPR value alone, yep. the way he catches passes, and Herbert's not afraid to target him a ton. Yeah. I, so I, I think we can all agree that Austin Eckler is a buy. A huge buy at this price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and for all those reasons ahead. Now, I want to get to the last one in our, our RB12 that's going to wrap up our you know, our top 12 here. It's the 26th ADP. This one to me is a bit of a shocker. RB12 is J.K. Dobbins. Now, I know a lot of people like Dobbins coming out of Ohio State. He had a solid rookie season sharing time with Gus Edwards. Now he tears his ACL. He'll be back and fine. But the thing that always concerned me about Dobbins is Lamar does not throw to running backs. And if Gus Edwards is still there, which I believe he's going to be, yes, I could not Same put injury. J.K. Dobbins as an RB1. I just can't. So I think this is an egregious ranking and to have Derek Henry at RB 16, like I, give me Henry two more solid years of Henry over Dobbins. Like I understand Dobbins is younger. There's potential there, but I don't know that they're ever going to use him the way we want them. That's my argument. I'm going to jump in there and, and face that argument. And I, I like it. We saw the offense switch this year. Uh, Lamar was on pace to throw for over 4,000 yards this season at the at the first half at, at the first half of the season. I think it continues in 2022 and this offense changes and it benefits JK Dobbins in the passing game. They have Gus Edwards there which will take away some of that work, but just like we talked about Nick Chubb, I, I think Dobbins Dobbins can do it all and he's only 23 years old. So I think I would take Dobbins over Derrick Henry. Um and all these other guys around him, like they're all pretty much the same class, except for Elijah Mitchell, who, you know, it's down the list a little bit, but I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of Dobbins. I always love the running style. He's perfect in the RPO system. And it was unfortunate that he went down to injury this year, but I, I think he comes back and 
he, he melts some faces. I, I would have Dobbins over <laughs> Barkley personally. Really? Okay. Talk, uh, I almost called you Travis. Tyler, <laughs> give me J.K. Dobbins. Are you pro? Are you anti? At this, at to this me, price, if he's at no. this, is a sell. Yeah. yeah, this is a sell. I mean, we haven't really seen him. This is based off of hope. And you say Lamar sure. threw that many times. Well, we did not see Rashad Bateman get involved as much. Mark Andrews had a massive year. Marquise Brown was hurt half the year. Those targets still need to get distributed that way. And we still have not seen Lamar throw to the running back. I, I get he was on pace for that. I didn't see him throwing to the running back more. Devonta Freeman, there's one hope. Devonta Freeman looked really good in this offense. And if that's the case, J.K. Dobbins should look like Walter Payton in this offense because Devonta Freeman did not have it. I mean, we he, he's gone. The prime of Devonta Freeman. So for me, that's the hope of J.K. Dobbins. Now, Gus Edwards is coming back. That puts a wrench in the whole entire thing. Gus Edwards is a good running back as well. He is. They had the both. They both had the same injury. It all depends on how they recover. My opinion is Dobbins has a little more youth to him, so he has more time to recover from this injury because year one, it's usually a little bit of a mess. It was with Delvin. It was with everybody except the aforementioned Adrian Peterson. So for me, I'm going to be honest with you. I'd rather have Elijah, Elijah Mitchell than J.K. Dobbins. I've seen it from Elijah Mitchell. I've seen that offense want to give him the ball as much as we want Dobbins to get the mm -hmm. ball. So for me, I am all for Dobbins. I, I'm excited to see him. But at this price, I'm all for selling him. Gotcha. All right, and, so and Mike, it, it was not an Achilles. It was an ACL. ACL, yeah. Uh, Justice Hill was an Achilles. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Do you remember Justice Hill? I remember. Justice. Pepper, I remember remembers. Justice Hill. Oh, yeah. Anywho, so let's uh, let's let's wrap this up. And I want uh, to you guys to each give me one of the running backs that's we haven't talked about in the top twelve. Give me that guy when you're looking at the ADP on Dynasty League Football where it sticks out to you and you go. I Do you want to go... talk about Michael Carter quick first for your guy? That was my guy. <laughs> that was my guy at RB. I know it is at RB twenty four, sixty seven overall. Michael Carter, who right behind his team, college teammate Javante Williams, had the second most. Was it force? Was it missed tackles per touch? Or there's some metric out there that Michael Carter and Javante Williams smashed this year, and I think it was like missed tackles, um, force missed tackles. Michael Carter is a screaming buy for me. I love what I saw from Michael Carter this season. The Jets, Tevin Coleman's going to be gone. The Michael P. Ryan's not a thing. Ty Johnson, they had no faith in him whatsoever. That team's only going to get better, and they're going to give Michael Carter 20 touches a game. Mark my words, Michael Carter will be in the conversation as a fringe RB1 next year for DLF ADP at the running back position. Oh, wow. okay. uh, I'll give my guy. And for me... for. I, I want to talk about Elijah Mitchell quick. I'm sold. I think he's the dude. I was not in on James Robinson. So I, I'm not about like the oh, he's a free, you know, free agent late round guy. I'm not I'm not that type of guy. I was all about selling Robinson. For me, Elijah Mitchell looks like the dude. He is so good in this offense. He fits it perfect. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sold on him. So if you can get him for heck a late first, go for it. Uh the guy I want to talk about is Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, to me, huge buy. What is he here? He is 
RB twenty two ADP of fifty nine. Yeah, I mean he's an RB two, a nice RB two for your team. He got involved in the passing game a lot more than we late realized. in the season. His involvement was very yep. good. And you know what? If John Harbaugh were to become the coach, look what he did with Michigan's running back. He loves to ground and pound. So for me, Josh Jacobs could be that guy. And this coming year could be the year without John Gruden and a different John comes in. John Harbaugh. Or is it? No, Jim Harbaugh yeah. comes in. John's comes in Baltimore. In. Yeah. Uh, what if they both? I mean, <laughs> let's start a rumor. No. Oh, God. Jim Harbaugh coming in. He loves to ground and pound. He loves that style of game. We saw it in San Francisco. That, in my opinion, that's the head coach of the Oakland Raiders next year is is Harbaugh. So Jacobs to me is a easy easy buy. Easy like Sunday morning. James, who's who's your guy when you look at this list and he stands out to you and you go, I want to go, I want to go get him. Well, I want to go get him. AJ Dillon. Um, he just got nicked up, so that's perfect buying time. How do you actually hit him that hard to where he breaks the rim? that hard hmm. um and i find it, it funny aaron jones up. and aj dylan are right jones next to AJ, each other yeah let me set the scene yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, aaron jones is rb20 aj dylan is rb21 on this list and i would have aj dylan 10 times out of 10 over aaron jones for the simple fact maybe eight times out of 10 well i mean aaron jones <laughs> you can sell him aaron and that's and so that's good. a good thing yeah. you know he, had, he what, finished seven, running back five catches I don't night. know what the quarterback scene is going to be. And if it's Jordan Love, I want A.J. Dillon because A.J. Dillon is going to get you those tough goal line yards. Aaron Jones isn't going to do it, and he's not going to do it forever. There's a four-year difference between the two. A.J. Dillon is the guy I want to see. He's catching more Dylan. passes out of the back fat, out of the backfield. Back fat. Back fat. Dylan. Dylan. Back, back fat? I, I, is that a backs, throwback? I love Fortnite? how you guys talk crap. When I'm doing my my stuff, eh? you know, you come down to Jersey. I'm gonna teach you how to talk, right? All right. I'm throw a hoagie um, at you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, AJ Dillon, I loved him out of Boston College, and he's continuing to get better and progress for fantasy purposes. Uh, his rookie year was a down year. There was a buying window, and he's shown yeah. progress. I I think there is still a buying window for AJ Dillon, and I am doing it now. Before any news comes out about Aaron Rodgers, I am I am pushing the button. I 100% agree with the Jordan Love thing. I like Jordan Love as a buy in Superflex, but in my opinion, if Rodgers is gone, they're becoming a run-first team. Yep. They're going to be like the 49ers with Jimmy G. Game and you know manager. what they're going to do? They're going to pound the ball with A.J. Dillon. They're going to give him 25 carries a game. Aaron Jones is going to be there. You know what he's going to do? They're going to be what we want Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, we want Christian McCaffrey to turn into. We saw Aaron Jones' future, I think, this past weekend, or this weekend, which is catching a lot of passes and getting eight or ten carries, which is just fine to me. So both of them, in my opinion, with their face value, both of them are buys because Aaron Jones is left for dead with his age. I, I, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll be back for blood for next season. Who knows? Yeah. Those video game nerds out there, you know what I'm talking about. All right, that is going to wrap us up this week. It's always fun to talk about running back position. Next week, we're going to be doing wide receivers, everybody's favorite dynasty position, because because they're so good for so long. It's true. And how CD Lamb is what? Should we say wide receiver 24, according to Twitter? Twitter has CD Lamb hate all over. I hope they update this list for Gabriel Davis. He should definitely be inside the top 12 by now. I have Gabriel top Davis 12. in a couple of dynasty top leagues. Two. And I'm like, Ooh. top two. Sorry. Ooh. Top two. I lowballed it. Yeah. Yep, Justin yep. Jefferson or Gabe Davis. 
Gabe Davis. It's got to be Davis. Recency bias tells me Davis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jefferson's Jefferson never, never scored four touchdown touchdowns in a 200 yard game. Come on. Yeah, right? Never happened. Never Against never. the Chiefs? Come on. He's got Josh yeah. Allen long term. He's on a rookie. D- Gabe Davis. Yeah. yeah. Jefferson doesn't even have that much playoff and, and you know, experience. You know, he's the him. first Gabriel to score four touchdowns in a playoff game. I fact, Quick fact check. I believe that is accurate. So, yeah. Well, that is going to wrap us up this week. We are going to talk about wide receivers next week. I want to thank our sponsors, Fantasy Points Media Group, as well as Trophy Smack and James alluded to it earlier. Viridian Global, if you're looking for any DHH merch, it's all all on there. Check it out for James, for Tyler. I'm Doug. We'll see you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour.